The paragraph starts Hine Nachmirai. Paragraph explains Rizus. And uh, having now explained the results of an Otzah, that uh, he doesn't just not progress by being an Otzah, he actually regresses, he loses what he already has. So if that's the case, so now the Messiah brings it down to the, the level of being the Messiah. And he says, We've seen this with our own eyes. Come of a common palm. Not one time, many times. And that is, It could be a person knows what he's meant to do. In other words, we started off with the Sharim, and the first paragraph was, and a person should know A person should have a clarity on what he's meant to be doing here. And it could be a person got to that stage. And that is, uh, then a person knows what he knows what he's doing in the world, or what he's meant to be doing. And the next thing that the Messiah Shemur right at the beginning was that the Shayisbar Vyisamitzlah. And it's this Amitzlah. It's also clear to him. He doesn't doubt it. What he needs to do in order to save his Shabbat. In other words, he doesn't have a suffix. It's not like a person's coming from a place of he doesn't know, or a person's coming from a point of he's not convinced. He's 100% clear. He knows exactly what he's meant to do. He knows exactly what's important. And he also knows what Hashem wants him to do. And he doesn't do it. And nevertheless, he's not going to do it. He knows what's the right thing to do. If you would ask him, he would tell you. He's almost perfect about it. It's clear to him. So why don't you do it? So it says the Messiah, Not from a lack of knowing, of, of being recognizing. The, khayba, the, the the obligation, or what he has to do, below the shum tam acher, which means he doesn't have a good excuse. It's not like I know I'm meant to be doing something, but I can't. I know I'm meant to be doing something, but I'm busy with something else. I don't have a good excuse. He doesn't have a reason why he's not doing it. And if that's okay, so why taka? It's because of the midas atzlus, and that is, it's easier not to do. It's difficult to push himself, and he knows it's right, and he has no speaker said it's right. And uh, but Apple Beacon, he doesn't get around to doing it. And uh, and if you're gonna ask him, why Taka aren't you doing it? He doesn't have a good answer. He's not gonna admit in so many words I don't have a good answer. But Lemaisa, he doesn't. And he's like we're gonna see, he's gonna look for all kinds of excuses. Lemaisa, he doesn't have a good answer. And uh, the real answer is, the real answer is because the creator starts, like he's, in, he's he's lazy. Who's the Mr. Shosh I'm talking to? When he says, We've seen this many times. Who's Mr. Shalom talking to? And the answer is, he's talking to everybody. He's talking to everybody. It's just a question of, what's the point that that, that, uh, that affects that person? In other words, he's talking to people who don't get up for shakras. You, you have a suffix of that shakras, you're not sure it's a chiyuf, you, you, you don't agree with the shakhan aruch, there's this man kriyashma. No, no one has any spakas. The shakhan aruch is right, you can't really argue with him, it's a mishnah. Right, and if that's like, so why don't you do it? Oh, why don't I do it? Uh, if crashes, why don't I do it? Because hard to get out of bed. And he's talking to the person who wastes time when he's meant to be learning. So one second, you don't know the talakh is that if a person is a vatal and mishnah, so that he's five misses, like the Gemara says, you don't realize that you're wasting time and not learning. He knows. He's not focused about it. So why, why taka? Because it's difficult. And the same thing applies to anything. He wasn't. He's not talking to Rishayim and Sejayim. He's talking to everybody. And there's everything which a person knows what he's meant to do. And he doesn't, and then so if you're going to ask him, so why aren't you doing it? The answer is going to no, he doesn't have an answer. 
It doesn't have an answer. The answer is because it's not easy. Because it's hard to put in the effort to do something even if I'm not meant to be doing it. And then again, it could be talking about basic halachas, it could be talking about pratim in the halacha. There are a lot of details in halacha which a person knows about also. But it's just the more difficult ones to keep, so I kind of forget to do them. Or don't bother to do them. Even though I know that it's the right thing to do. Even though I know it's the right thing to do. And now, absence doesn't necessarily mean uh, something which I'm lazy that it takes effort to do. Sometimes the effort, the, it, it could be any kind of effort that it takes to do, which is hard for me to do, and therefore I don't do it. For example, there's a, there's a halakha, it's Rosh Hashanah, that when a person says, uh, he's meant to sit down. Now, if a person ate standing up, uh, because it's in a rush, whatever it is, it's not, go find the chair to sit down to say alamikha properly. I'm happy I'm saying it. On the one I'm walking with, I'm standing still, whatever it's going to be. You know it's a halakha, that's not the way you're meant to say a bracha. So why don't you say it properly? Because it's hard. Because it's easy just to say it like this. It's the same time of atzlis again and again and again. And therefore he says, it's not from a chisar and hakar It's not that a person does know what he's meant to do. It's only because, it's hard. It's kvedis to atzlis. It's hard for me to do what I'm meant to do. And therefore he's not going to do it. And this is one of the places we spoke about. If a person wants to make uh, into something which is more practical and speaks to a person, more than just uh, learning the concepts on the intellectual level, here's a good place to think about it. The Messiah is telling us directly. He's saying, look in your own day and in your own life and how many times you're also guilty of the same thing. How many times a person knows what Be'etzim ideally they should be doing. And they're not arguing with that because they agree. It's true, that's what I should be doing. But I just don't get around to it. Why don't I get around to it? Because it's hard. And therefore, it's easy not to do it. Now, that's what he calls the atlas. What we call in the of the middle we're talking about, a person is not a zaris. A person isn't, doesn't overcome their atlas. And as a result of that, they don't do Without a good excuse. They don't do And because of that, they're going to lose out on whatever the benefit of what they could do is. And therefore, so what's he going to say? He's going to say, I meant to do something else, but well, yeah, I'll have something to eat first, I'll sleep a bit. It's hard to go to the house. This is the Pasuk in Shashim. Yeah, I've already taken off my jacket, I've already gotten changed, I have to get back into my clothes again to go out. It's too hot outside, it's too cold, it's raining. All the other excuses and reasons that people give when they want to be lazy, that, that's why they can't do something. And the result's going to be that a person needs a Torah, he loses his Torah. And the result's going to be that a person, instead of working on his Avodah Hashem, it goes to ruin, like the field we spoke about before. And the result's going to be that instead of connecting to Hashem, a person gets more and more distant from Hashem. The difference here is it's not like he thinks that he's right. He knows that he's wrong. But this is a scary point. That is, a person can know that they're wrong and they still won't change. You're right, I'm wrong. Okay, that's the way it is. Um, what, now, again, I'm not talking to a specific audience because to some extent it applies to everybody. But uh, you see this sometimes. You think that if you just convince somebody about that the Torah is true, you're going to make care of them. You just have to convince them that you have a winning argument that they can't argue with. That uh, that uh, MS, the Yiddish is MS, that it's Mechaev, and that they 
obligated and everything else, and they, they'll just accept the arguments, and uh, you know you can you can sign off for your shiver. But it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that because it doesn't work like that by us either. The fact that you can convince a person convincingly and he'll accept and he's nothing to say that you're right doesn't mean therefore he's going to do something. Yeah, he'll accept that he's wrong. And he'll be wrong. So it's too bad. That's the way I am. I'm not down to change. And therefore, okay, so I'm wrong. I'll accept it. But it's a, a person's natural atlas is going to stop him doing anything. It's not the it's a meter. It's working on the meter. But it's for sure a meter. It's for sure a meter. A person naturally doesn't want to change. A person naturally doesn't want to do things which are different to what they've done until now. A person naturally doesn't want to do things which are hard. And therefore, they're not going to do things which are hard. And not because they can have, they have a rational explanation. They don't. And it doesn't make a difference. They won't do it anyway. And if that's the case, if you want to prove this, you don't have to go to try and make of people who are very far from Yiddish case. You can even talk to people who are keeping Torah mitzvahs and point out the things that they're not doing right. And you think these are people who already are on the right track and already are committed to a Torah line. Good. So every stiff cotton Mishnah Burra shows them that they're doing wrong and they're going to jump to change? How do I? It doesn't happen. Because you're right. What can we do? It's hard to change. How does that do with Haragol? Access isn't the only reason. I wouldn't say it's a good enough reason. I'd say it's a bad enough reason. Which means it doesn't, it doesn't need... It's, it's, it's a reason. It's, it's not logical. It's not explained. There's no reason. There's no mahalik behind it. But nevertheless, it's, people will accept that as a reason not to do it. Now, the, what's the way to overcome this? The Mishnah Shem himself is going to talk about. But... Uh, doesn't he say that the person justifies it? Isn't that the next paragraph? He justifies it by saying it's hot, that it's cold, that it's tired, that it's hungry. Yeah, after that. But the the, first, the starting point is, this is uh, I don't want to change. It's hard for me. And then he tries to change. Yeah, right. Otsel, right. The Pasuk right. the Mishnah says, talking about the Otsel, What, you remember going outside? You know, there are lions in the streets. And uh, it's dangerous. Are there lions? Is it dangerous? No, no lions. It's not dangerous. But he's going to, he's going to find the reason, however far-fetched the reason is, that he doesn't want to do something. And at the end of the day, even the same Pasuk in Mishnah, says when you eventually convince him there are no lions in the street, he's still not going to get up. The lion wasn't the reason. The lion was the excuse. So you take away the excuse. It doesn't change anything. If a person doesn't want to do something, then he doesn't have to have the excuse for it. Now, that's uh, what the Messiah says, Ra'im Be'inenu. We see this. We see about people that the middle is so strong by them that it's going to prevent them doing anything different to what they've already done. The first one, the Mishnah, let's just finish how the progression goes. He says, When a person is lazy, so the beams which hold up the roof are going to sink. The person is lazy, so it's going to start linking into his house. In other words, like we said before, things need upkeep. And you see something starting to break and you don't take care of it. Then eventually the, the roof's going to collapse. And if you see that uh, the whatever you, they used to waterproof the roof is starting to, to, to appeal and you don't replace it, you left a base and it's not going to start running into your house. In other words, uh, the, the person knows what needs to be done. But uh, he justifies it. Well, he doesn't justify it. He just doesn't get around to it. And as a result, it's going to get worse. If you're going to ask him why are you being an otzel, he's going to come with all kinds of proofs whether from Chazal or from Sukkim or from logical reasons 
אשר כולם יאירו לו לפי דייתא המשובשת, להוקר לו ולהניחה ומנוחה סלצלוסה. They're all going to, לפי דייתא משובשת, לפי the way that he wants to distort things, to see that like, he wants to use them all as proofs that he doesn't have to do anything. All those reasons he's given aren't true. It's not things he thought about and came to Moscona. Where are they coming from? And they're coming from his laziness. And here the Sistram is telling us that Yisod not just in Atlas, but in all Midas. As one of the Yisodists we mentioned often we talk about Midas. And that is... Amidus affect a person's mind. Can they affect? affect a person's mind. It's not just that Amidus stays in the realm of doing or feeling and it doesn't affect his mind. It does not true. A person's Amidus affect his mind also, which means there's a, there's, a, there's a back door, so to speak, which connects what a, a person's feelings to his thoughts. And therefore, once a person, whatever Amidus, is pushing a person to do something, don't think that your mind stays detached and your mind stays completely logical and your mind stays completely, uh, so to speak, unaffected by the midas. That's not true. That's not true. The midas affect the way a person thinks. And it's every midas. It's every midas. Even good midas? Good too, but definitely bad midas. And that is that any midas that a person, he wants something, that's the biggest shaykhad in the world. And now it's going to affect the way he thinks. He's not being impartial. And therefore, the Atla wants to be lazy. He'll find all the excuses and all the rights and everything in the world to prove why he's right to be lazy. And it's not coming from Shikha Das. It's not coming because he already decided that this is the right thing to do. It's coming because, basically, subconsciously, his thoughts are influenced by his feelings. And therefore, since he wants to be an Atla, he'll find all the reasons to be an Atla. And it applies to every Midda. Every Midda has the ability to affect the person's mind also. And therefore, he's going to come up with all kinds of reasons and spurs and rationales and proofs, whatever it's going to be, to, to convince him what he's doing is right. And it's not coming from his seichel. It's the midah influencing the seichel. Now, the danger like this is that a person doesn't realize that. It's not so easy. A person doesn't realize that. And therefore, he thinks that what he's saying is logical. He thinks that what he's saying makes sense and that it's a, it's a rational maskana he came to. And really, it's not at all. It's not at all. There's nothing rational about it. Oh, he's, he's presenting arguments and svaras and whatever it's going to be. They're coming from a middah. They're not coming from a logic. And the way to prove it to somebody is, if it was completely logical, and I can disprove the logic of what you're saying, then you're going to recant. Because then you see that you were wrong. I'll prove you wrong. But if, so if it's something which is based on logic, okay, then I agree to be proved wrong. I'll accept it's true, what you're saying is logical, what I'm saying isn't. But if it's coming from the middle, it doesn't help to disprove the person because that's not where the problem started from. You can disprove the person 100% effectively. And he's not going to change anything because it didn't start from the cycle. It wasn't where, 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 the, where the, 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 his shit or his way of doing things began from. That was just the way to justify it himself. Okay, so you've destroyed his justification. It won't change the, the original thing where it began from. And like I said before, you can see this, like he says, on the Roman Bay, name will come of a common problem. You see, there's also come of a common problem. And that is, a person comes with all kinds of arguments for what they want to do, which is wrong. And if you want to waste the time trying to disprove the arguments to them, they're not going to change. It doesn't make a difference. Because they weren't coming from the argument. The argument was the symptom of what they wanted to do anyway. 
So you've argued with the argument, you've disproved it, what's it going to make a difference? That wasn't what brought them to where they were in the first place. And therefore, someone, and that, that's the, therefore, the, the, the answer is just an example. And that is that, that to, so to speak, a person who wants, who has a bad mirror, who wants to do something, who doesn't want to do something, is going to construct for himself a veneer, a smoke screen of explanations of why he's doing it, why he's not doing it. That's a, just a toilada of the middah. That's just the result of the middah. And therefore, it's not going to help anything to deal with that. It has to deal with the middah. It says, Asher b'yosek yigoveres boy, matzah daitoi v'sikh latan z'ayla. When the atlas overcomes him, so that's going to push his mind to think of these faras. And he won't listen to who can give him uh, uh, things which are really logical. The Asl thinks he's a bigger Chacham than, than everybody else. Why? Because it's not really a child of who's more right or what's more logical. He wants to believe what he wants to believe. He wants to, to, to think the, the, that the way it is that he, that he thinks. And therefore, he'll convince himself what he's saying is right. Everybody's wrong. He's the only one who's right. There's three steps to a meda. The first step of a meda is the meda itself. And that is that a person comes from a feeling, let's say something which is body-based, nefesh-based, and access is for sure in that category. And a person doesn't want to expend efforts, doesn't do things which are hard for him or to change. So it starts with the feeling. And therefore, he doesn't want to do things. The second, uh, the second step of how the middle progresses, and that is that that if you see that the middle gets to the stage where he's not prepared to listen to anything different to the middle. Now, as you can convince him, you can explain to him whatever it's going to be. It doesn't make a difference. It's not going to much better. And then the third stage is when the middle gets to his mind and mixes him up and it makes him think of things in the wrong way around and now he's built himself an explanation or a rationale for what he's doing which is basically coming from the mid that's not coming from his mind it's just the mid has influenced his mind so now he thinks there's all the reasons in the world for what he's doing too but the problem is is that even if it therefore is now presented as something which is logical inherently it's not inherently it's a mid and therefore it doesn't help to argue with the logic because even if you prove him wrong, it's still not going to change anything. That, that wasn't where the side of the problem came from. Now, time that a, that a person's problem is coming from a middle. Be'etzen, then if, it, if one knows how to address a middle, you can help the person. But uh, if, if it's something which is a sickness, so that's different akuda, that's not musa. That's a sickness. If a person's anxious because he's a, he has a, a chemical imbalance in his mind, whatever it's going to be. Or he's been traumatized. That's nothing to do with Musa. That's to do with the illness. Right. It's a different. Musa is not going to help that. Right. for a healthy person, but he has a middle of daigo, whatever it is. So then, yes, then that's an issue. And now he'll explain it to you, just like here. You can get to the stage where a person will explain to you eloquently why he's anxious, why you don't know that there's uh, aluminium in the water, and you don't know that there's, uh, you know, that there's germs in the air, and you don't know that the new strain of COVID is much more catcher than all the other ones were. They gave all the reasons in the world for anxiety. It's not the logic of the argument. It's the middle which is creating the, 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 
or the way he thinks. The emiss is that this uh, uh, the Mesisha Sharm just told us this to us. We don't doubt it for a second. It's true. It's partial. We see it ourselves. But if he wants it from the other side of the picture, um, I've quoted this before, and that is uh, there was a particularly intelligent Jew. His name was Einstein, and for most of his life, Einstein was a coper. He didn't believe that the world was created. He didn't believe that there was a God. Until he was shown, pr- shown proof that he couldn't argue with that the world was created. And the beginning, he didn't want to accept it. It was proved to him scientifically, based on his own theory of relativity, that there must have been a starting point. This was already in the 1930s, after he propounded the theory. So other mathematicians and scientists came back to him and said, Lefi, your theory, the world was created. And they proved to him that mathematically had to be like that. He refused to accept it. It was only 20 years later that when they built the Hubble telescope in the 1950s, then they showed him with his own eyes, you can see the world was created. What the proof was that the world's expanding and it's not faster than the, it can, it's like it's ever increasing speed. But it was a proof of that to be a starting point. It wasn't a static universe. But whatever, we have to go into the science now. He couldn't argue with it. So he, he writes a piece called The Confession of an, Athe- of an Atheist. And he basically says in Sizzler, he said, my whole life I denied, I, I, I denied the fact or the possibility that there was a creation and that there was a creator because the implication of being a creator means I'd have to change my lifestyle. That's something I didn't want to do. And that's exactly what Sizzler showed. A person's an otzer. It doesn't make a difference how bright he is. He's an otzer and doesn't want to change. And therefore, he's going to, do so, he's going to hold up a, th- a shitzer which he knows is wrong. He's going, and he's going to convince himself of the shit, so which he knows is wrong. Because with that, he doesn't have to change. Well, like it's shaker too. But it's coming from Atlas. Because if you're going to admit that it's true, so then the next step's going to be, so then you're living your life wrong. You have to make some changes. I mean, it's exactly this point. It'll affect the person's mind. And here we have a case where, like we said before, he could know that he's wrong. It doesn't make a difference. If the other option is it's going to have to make me do something, so then the access is going to push me to a point where I would rather accept something I know is wrong or distort things in my own mind to accept, to, to fit in with the way I want things to be. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why it's a dangerous middle. Because it's not just the middle. It's the middle which then extends to affect the way a person thinks also. That's the one danger. And the other danger is that if it, even if it hasn't got to the stage that it affects a person's mind, but it still works in the way that it doesn't respond to logic. So I don't have a good answer. It's not going to change me. I, I've been here too. I, I've learned. It doesn't help. You can sit down with somebody. You can convince them of Yiddishkeit 100%. They have nothing to say to you. Okay. Good. So you can say everything I said about Yiddishkeit 100%. There's no arguments. And, okay. So now what's the next step? Nothing. Why? Because rabbis have all the answers. What does that mean? Okay. So you have all the answers. Good. But now you heard them. So now where does that take you to? No, you can't argue with rabbis. They have too many answers. So, and therefore, well, you're not arguing with me. You don't have anything to say back. Ella uh, what? You don't have anything to say. But I don't want to change. So I have to, think of, so I have to find some other way to work out of it. It doesn't help. That, that middle is 